Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we've made it to the midpoint of the 2023 U.S. Open. And man, Bryce, has there been some exciting action at the U.S. Open. Man, you and I were there. Uh, we've since moved on to other destinations. But boy, oh boy, the tennis is still hot. How have you been doing? And what are your thoughts, my man? You know, it's been a good trip so far. You know, the we we started before the actual main draw started in New York. We hit the City Taste of Tennis event. Hopefully everybody's been watching the interviews we've been posting with all the players. That was a great time as always. Um, we did some other kind of pre-tournament events. We were there for HBCU Day, uh, which was great. We were there for Pride Day, which was great. Uh, so it's been a really good trip so far. We lucked out with the weather. Yes. You know, sometimes in New York, I mean, it could be really humid and, and sticky and uncomfortable, but we dodged that. There were forecasts for rain uh, for the days we were there. We saw very little of that. So I, I can't complain at all about uh, the trip. And then, of course, we saw some amazing tennis uh, while we were there. Um, it'll be very interesting to see as we have this conversation of how we, you know, we make our way to the finals, how some of this kind of plays out. But cannot complain with the 2023 U.S. Open thus far. Absolutely, brother. It was a fantastic time being on site and uh, look forward to the second week. Uh, so jumping into that, my man, which side would you like to start off first as far as, uh, you know, what 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 has occurred and 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 where we're going? Um, we always start with the women. So let's start with the men. This time. All right. All right. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. And so, folks, just FYI, we are taping this uh, on Monday morning. So not everyone has made it to the quarterfinals as of yet. Typically, we do our our. Our estimates starting at the quarterfinals going forward for the mid-fortnight, but understand that we do have matches today that are round of 16, so we will be talking about those results and what we anticipate to see as well going into the finals. So, Bryce, we're starting with the men. All right. And I apologize in advance if you see me looking to the right because I have these notes written down uh, and I have the lies that I told last week written down as well. So uh, I need to refer back to those to know when I need to give a sorry. But speaking of the men, <laughs> let's talk about the, I guess what it is, the top, I mean, sorry, the bottom half that has already made it to the quarterfinals. So currently we have in the quarterfinals, Francis Tiafo, who will be facing, we're going to have a little black on black crime here. Uh, he's going to be facing Ben Shelton, who, you know, took out Tommy Paul, which was, I think, a little bit of a surprise to us, right? Big, big uh, right. And then we have Taylor Fritz taking on Novak Djokovic. So, Isaac, let's start at the top with Tiafo. Um, oh, well, no, let's start with this. Yeah. So out of those four, how did you do, Isaac? How many of those did you call? Well, I, I called three of the four. Uh, the only miss that I had was Tommy Paul because I actually had Tommy Paul uh, taking out. Uh, who did I have him taking out? Actually, I thought Rune was going to get there, but of course he lost in the first round. So mm -hmm. I'm happy that Ben Shelton was able to kind of get, you know, sneak through the draw. But yeah, I did not have um, uh, Ben upsetting uh, Tommy at all. So Ben being in the quarterfinals, man, talk talk about a year for Ben Shelton, bro. That right. is 
Amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, Tommy Paul is my dude, dude. But if he's mm-hmm. going to anybody, I am so right. happy that it was another American and that it was right. Ben Shelton. So happy. Exactly. How about you, my man? How did you match up? I'm the same way. I picked three of the four. The one that I did not have, I, I had picked Tommy Paul to come through uh, there. I actually had him coming through over Bublik. Got it. Got which, it. you know, he took the L early yeah. uh, as well. So everything that you just said, if if Tommy had to lose to someone, Ben Shelton was the one that I feel good about. And, you know, I think they said Ben Shelton hasn't won two matches in a row all year except for at the Australian Open and now the U.S. Open, where he has made the quarterfinal around both times. So, and it's, you know, and I think, Isaac, you and I have talked about this. We love both guys. We love Tiafo. We love Ben Shelton. But I kind of feel like this win is a little more important for Tiafo. Uh, to continue yes, uh, yes. building upon the result he had last year. I mean, Shelton just joined the tour, right? He's got his whole career ahead of him, and we expect these kind of results going forward. But um, if I had to pull for one, which I'm going to have to, um, it's going to be Tiafo because I'd like to see him take it one step further than he did last year at least. Yeah, I, I can't I can't say it any better, Bryce. I mean, same here. Um, I think I had had initially Tommy Paul making it through to that semi against Djokovic. But in truth, you know, I definitely, like you just said, I would like to see Tiafo get back to that semifinal level because that's where he was last year when he lost to Alvarez. And honestly, I, I, I would give him a shot against Novak Djokovic. I know y'all think I'm crazy, but again, yeah. they played a lot. They've played at the um, the um, uh, what was it called the um, um, Labor Cup, yep. and I think that Tiafo has enough confidence that he can pull an upset. And I really, honestly believe that this would be the place where he can do it. And I'm going to add on to that, uh, Isaac. Djokovic has been imp- impressive from the standpoint of he came back from two sets down to beat his countrymen, right? And, you know, he's had some other good wins, but he has not looked unbeatable to me. And I think, and I'm not saying, you know, he's going to, you know, walk out on the court the next time and lose, but I think a Fritz can challenge him. I think a Tiafo can challenge him. I think obviously an Alcaraz and a Medvedev, you know, can, can challenge him. So he is by, in no uncertain terms, uh, a written in, winner of the U.S. Open for me this year. So now, granted, these guys are going to have to play the matches of their lives, but I think it's doable. I absolutely agree, bro. I absolutely agree with that. It's, we are in some for some fire tennis coming up here, y'all. Whew, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now let's move to the top half of the draw where, like you stated, they are still in the round of 16. They're playing today. Um who do you have left that's playing today in the top half? Well, honestly, Bryce, all of my quarterfinalists that I selected are still are still viable. So, of course, okay. I'm going to stick with my same picks that I have going to the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Um, at Alcaraz, I had him getting there over Talon Greekspor, but it looks like mm-hmm. he's going to be playing Matteo Arnaldi. Still expect for him to win that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Zverev center, I ha- actually had that round of 16 matchup. And I still am thinking that center will make it to the quarters. 
Um, I had Medvedev versus Jari. Jari didn't make it. Uh, Alex Dimonard did. But again, I still expect Medvedev to get through that match. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I had Herkatch versus Rublev. Looks like Jack Draper is back on the scene doing big things. Um, but again, I have Rublev making it to the quarterfinals. So those were my four quarterfinalists. How about you, bro? So you had you were potentially going to have three of the four. Well, no, I could have four, <clears throat> four or four. Because oh. my quarterfinalists are Alcaraz versus Sinner and Medvedev mm -hmm. versus Rublev. Oh, gotcha. Versus Rublev. Okay. I can only have three of the four. Um, oh, okay. I have Alcaraz against Sinner. Mm -hmm. I have Medvedev. But I had Herkic taking out Rublev. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, that's where I'm going to miss out. So all in all, I mean, we're pretty on with the, the remaining ones. So I'm assuming then, since we have so many of our quarterfinals in, that we're really not adjusting semifinals and finals type predictions, right? That is 100% correct. My Yeah, my draw, I'm still sticking to it, bro. It still looks pretty, 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 pretty decent. Okay. <laughs> so as a reminder to, to those that may have not listened to our preview show, uh, let's just quickly run through um, our championship run, right? So I had... For the semifinals, I had Medvedev against Medvedev, and I had Tommy again, Paul versus. Excuse me. Say that first. Say that top part again. I'm sorry. I had uh, Alcaraz meeting Medvedev in the there top semi, and at the bottom, I had Tommy Paul meeting Novak. Now, I do have to make an adjustment right. um, for Paul, and that's where I'm going <clears> with Tiafoe. Uh, I hate to say it. I think Novak takes out Tiafo. Uh, I'm going to stick with my Alcaraz taking out Medvedev, even though I, Medvedev has a little bit of, of, of a chip on his shoulder, a little edge this year. So I would not be surprised at all if Medvedev wins that match. Um, and then, like I stated in the preview show, I take whoever wins between Alcaraz and Medvedev actually over Novak in the finals. How right. about you? Right. Yeah. For me, my man, um, again, I had I actually had center taking out Alcarez. I think I might regret that because I think Alcarez is looking yeah. pretty good, but I'm sticking with my original prediction. Mm -hmm. um, I, of course, had Medvedev over Rublev and I have Medvedev beating center in the semis. Djokovic now beating uh, uh, Tiafo, although my heart will be completely and totally with Tiafo. I just yes. don't that I can yes. count on him to be able to get 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 Joker. So we're gonna keep with my prediction, and it's a Medvedev Djokovic final that I've I've predicted. And again, I'm predicting that Medvedev is going to take this championship because again, yeah. he's been under the radar, and like you said very well, he's got a chip on the shoulder right now because right. everybody's been talking about Djokovic and Alcaraz, and he is the self-proclaimed hardcore you know right. specialist. So he's sitting there like, mm -hmm, y'all keep talking your talk, keep talking right. your right. talk. Because I'm going to snatch this title and I'm going to be looking at y'all like, I got two now. Boom, boom. <laughs> so with all that being said, before we go over to the women, were there any performances this first week that, you know, you want to call out uh, any males that had, you know, a particularly good tournament that you maybe uh, weren't anticipating? I will say about Jack Draper. I mean, that to me is is pretty solid for him to be in the round of 16 and having been out 
for I gosh, at least this year. I don't I don't know when's the last time mm-hmm. we saw Jack Draper. So um again, a good lefty, you know, good kid. He's probably like what 20. So he's part of that next gen, maybe 21, 20, maybe even 22, but he's still very young. Um, and so for him to be on the scene and and kind of making an impact, I, I think that that is that is you know really really solid. Um, you know, for me it was just some of the the the, the upsets. You know, it's kind of like you know Hubie going out and and it's just like I, I just just you know those types of results were more of a surprise. But as far as the breakouts, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else because I don't actually have the draw sitting in front of me to see um what others are out there but i know if you have them i will likely agree so i'm going to pass it to you what were some of the things that you saw and some of the you know good results that and runs that that have been made on the men's side well i'm just going to add one i mean you said jack draper which i totally agree with um i've been hyped on jack since he first kind of broke out and was a little disappointed you know that you know he was suffering from the injuries but uh the other person that i know you're going to agree with me on is our guy rinky hitchikata yeah uh, making it to the round of 16 i mean last year you know um he was able to get that australian open doubles title um but i mean we hadn't really seen a breakout singles result like this yet from him so i mean he's somebody we interviewed back when he won a challenger in Calabasas right. uh, and now he was playing round of 16 against Francis Tiafo and acquitted himself quite well so uh, that was a surprise performance for me that I was very very happy to see agree brother agree shout out Marty <laughs> yeah there you go I do Marty Woods all right so let's take a break here and let's come back and let's talk about the women's side of the tournament. Okay, Isaac, we're talking about the women now. Let's let's take a look at these draws and let's take a look at these lies that we may have told uh, last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, bro, talk about results. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Um, so, yeah, go ahead. So, so um, I think I went last time, so I'll let you go this time. Okay. Yeah. So starting at the top half, those that have made the quarterfinals, um, we have Ostapenko versus Coco Golf, and we have Muhova versus Kirstea. Now, <laughs> I am two of four, of course, of those picks because mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Bryce. Ain't no way I had predicted that Ostapenko was going to be a 4-0 against Iga Spiatek and take her out to get to the quarters. I need you right. to help me understand. Help me understand, brother, because, man. Woo! You know what? And, and okay, so we knew going in that Iga was up, was down, excuse me, 0-3 to Ostapenko. But I figured, right. okay, 0-3, they haven't played in a while. Iga's a different player, you know. Well, Ostapenko's a well, she's pretty much the same player. Uh, and I just expected for Ega to win. And when she stepped out there and won the first set, I was like, okay, this is how it's going to go. Right. Did not expect for Ostapenko to keep it together long enough to really drive Ega those next two sets. And to, wait a minute, what do we call it? Pigeon? I mean, Ega is truly Ostapenko's pigeon, right? I mean, is that not the definition of pigeon? That is pigeon right there, bro. I'm more 
and O now. Not relinquished that spot to anybody for what the last year and a half, two years at this point. And Ostapenko's like, girl, you. I like your game. I like your game. Your game fits me perfectly. And honestly, Bryce, it really does. Because if you think about it, Iga's game is very, her forehand is very spinny. That is going to sit right up there for Ostapenko to swing out on. And we know Ostapenko's game. If Ostapenko sees the shot, she's going to go for that shot. And if you sit that ball in her sweet spot, which I think Iga's ball does that, She's gonna be hitting, she's gonna be hitting it, bro. And she is like, Yes, sis, I like your game. Bring that game all day, all day. And let's not forget, based upon what you just said, Astapenko has now knocked Iga out of number one. Sabalenka will become the new number one when the new rankings hit. Right. Mm-hmm. So and I think honestly, for her, that actually is a good thing for Sabalenka because I think when she was playing for it. Mm-hmm. She got nervous, but now right. at this point, it's now it's hers. So she ain't she in a match in order for it to happen. And so I honestly feel like she's going to do very well in a couple rounds. All right, all right. So, like you said, Ostapenko makes it through to both of our surprises. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, bro? Bro, what were your what were your your picks that you had because? I think I had, of course, Iga making it through. I actually had Rebecca versus Kirstea. But, um, you know, Kirstea showed up and showed Yeah. For me, I had Iga making it through to face Coco Golf, And then I had Rebecca making it through to face Mahova. So, Siantek's out. Rebecca's out. So, but the interesting thing is, I had golf and Muhova both making it through that round. So I, I really didn't lose anything of uh, going into the semis, but you know, that's not how I expected for things to go. Same here, bro. Same here. I think we had had the same picks as well. And like you said, I, I'm not going to change my my semis or my my actual overall pick. Um, because again, I do feel like even though Ostapenko and Kristea made it through, I am still picking a golf Muhova semifinal. Absolutely. So on the bottom half of the draw where they are playing today, I have actually I have all four still in. Um I had mm-hmm. as versus uh Pagula. And Jabur versus Sabalenka. Yeah, we were the same. So exactly. Now, I think as I have peeked at the scores, uh, Vondrasova has now split sets with Peyton Stearns, who, by the way, is our Cincinnati homegirl, Coach Eric Heckman. Um, We are full on that train. So... uh, Come on, Peyton Stearns. Uh, <laughs> and I just saw that Madison Keys <laughs> just gave uh, Jessica Pagula a breadstick, which uh, I am very surprised about. What do you think about that, Isaac? 
Bryce, yeah, I saw that result as well, just looking at it, and that is very, very surprising. Um, but again, and you know, Jessica Pagula has fight, so again, I'm not going to change the prediction. I feel like right. that one will go three, and we'll see what happens because, again, they're both Americans, so hey, we at least get American through. Um, right. and if it's Madison Keys, you know, let's not forget she was a finalist here, so she's comfortable on these U.S. Open courts, so if she can keep her game right. Madison always, in my opinion, has a shot. She's got the game. It's just a matter of can she execute on the day. So we'll see what happens. And you know what? And if she wins this match, she actually might have somebody show up at her press conference. Oops, I'm sorry. Did I mention that? <laughs> we'll, we'll have to tell that story later. <laughs> that might be too much to drop yes, on the people. <laughs> because that's a shame. I'm sorry. Former U.S. <laughs> Open finalist and one in the press and no that's anyway we go forward <laughs> what else do you have bryce on that side <laughs> so um yeah so i like you said i i had we had the same four i had pagula coming through over von uh vondrasova going to the semis and i had jabur actually coming through Sabalenka on that side. Now I'm I'm gonna tell you I got a little nervous with Jabur when she was playing Buskova because right. you know even with Buskova being hurt and growing issue and all that you know I guess I didn't pay attention to Jabur having the respiratory issues as well. I was thinking you should be driving her, but I, I hope she gets better because she's gonna need it. Uh, against Zhang today, and we know Fabalenka is playing Kasakina today. So two really good matches still to come up. Absolutely, Bryce. I think both of those matches are going to be fire. Um, like you, I still predict that Anshabur and Sabalenka will make it through those two matches. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> for, for me, I did pick Big Sab over Jabur, though. And and honestly, I, I'm sorry, I have Big Sab. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's correct. I have Big Sab over mm -hmm. Jabur. Um, and 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 I, I honestly I feel a little bit better about that prediction again based on what we just talked about as far as that number one ranking goes. Mm -hmm. I think that now that it's, it's going to happen regardless, I think that she will play a little bit freer and um, right. and yeah we'll see. But again, Anjabur is you know we love our, uh, some Anjabur. So yeah, in that do. one, it's really tough for me because you know Big Sab is my girl, but Anjabur is yeah. my girl. I honestly feel that way. I picked Sabalenka, of course, but in my opinion, if Anshaber makes it through there, I am just as gotcha. My, I guess my four semifinals are, um, well, you know, I have golf uh, and Mahova, and I have golf making it through to the finals up top. Below, I have Pagula and Jabur, and I have Jabur making it through to the finals. So I have a golf Jabur final. And this is, like you're saying, we're in these situations where we're big fans of, of both. And if I'm fortunate enough to get a golf Jabur final, I just had a feeling like this was going to be the time that Jabur broke through. She got it in. But golf, I would not be happier if golf, you know, took the title. Um, I mean, I may actually want golf to take the title more than Jabur. But, you know, my tennis brain is telling me, Maybe Jabur would do it this time, you know. So right, 
Absolutely. No, I get it, Bryce. And like I said, that to me would be a fire final, of course. I don't know that we would get a crazy final based on some of the people that are still left. Well, but I shouldn't say that because Ostapenko and Kristea are still around. So anyway, um, <laughs> but with that exactly. being said, Bryce, I had Pagula versus Sabalenka in the semis. I picked Pagula to make it to the final for an All-American final against golf. And I have golf mm -hmm. raising the title. So I'm going to stick with those okay. predictions, even though it looks like, you know, Pagula is a little, little down by with Madison Keys right now. But I'm, I'm going right. to stick with the final. But in truth, like I said, Anshabur making it there. Hell, Sabalenka making it there. I, I would not mm -hmm. be. I would not be disappointed because, like I said, we've got some strong, strong ladies on the WTA side. So it's going to be good matchups regardless. Right. So let's talk about some of the surprise results we've seen on the women's side. Who were you surprised to see make it as deep as they did this year? Well, I mean, you got to give a shout out to Kirstea. I mean, good Lord. I mean, she's she's been kind of very, you know, she'll she'll dip in and show that mm -hmm. that high level of hers. And then you don't see her for a while because she did that right. earlier this year. She had a great a great run. And I can't remember if it was the Indian Wells or Miami or some tournament, right. a big tournament. And she had a nice run there. And then we didn't really hear from her on the on right. the clay or on the grass. And then all of a sudden she's in the quarterfinals of the U.S. Open. It's just like, girl, what's what, what right. you doing? You know, because right. you yeah. got the game. Maybe it's just right. that that matter of staying consistent, or I, I don't know. But I, I'm just really impressed that again she is having another really really good run in 2023. So you know, I I, I call her out um, again. I don't have the draws in front of me. I'm trying to think if there was someone else that. Of course, you got to mention Ostapenko just because it's Ostapenko. You right. just never right. know. For her to be in the quarterfinals and to take out Iga as her pigeon, I'm sorry. That is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. How about Absolutely. you, bro? Uh, well, you named two, I'll name two. Uh, and the first one we just were talking about a few seconds ago, and that's Peyton Stearns. Uh, I mean, she just turned pro a year ago. And I think they said this is the first time since I'm not going to quote the year because I don't want y'all coming for me. But it's, this is the first time that we've had two NCAA champions um, with uh, Ben Shelton and Peyton Stearns, uh, both in the quarterfinals or, or I mean, around the 16. I'm sorry, um, here at the U.S. Open. So um, shout out to Peyton Stearns, our girl from Mason, Ohio. Um, you know, she's really doing, once again, when our coach Eric Heckman, uh, we're fully on that train. The other one that I'm going to, to call out is shout out to Caroline Wozniacki for coming back and acting like she never left, right? I mean, she got into the round of 16 and pushed Coco, gave Coco Golf all she could handle, right? And remember, this was only her third tournament back. Uh, she's already said she's not playing again for the rest of the year. She'll be back for Australia, but you know, her and Svitolina, you cannot discount them just like, you don't just come back and step on the court and pick up where you left off, but they, they made it seem like you can almost do that. Absolutely. It, and it takes, it takes focus. It takes, you know, the dedication. And that's what they put in. They were like, yes, we are mothers now, but we can manage. We can balance, you know, our careers as athletes as well as being mothers and and shout just shout out to them bryce i mean talk about incredible that and like you said everything you said about wozniacki all spot on spot on right right 
Um, I do want to give a shout out to the people. Um, we showed up and showed out in doubles uh, this year. Alicia Parks, uh, Taylor Townsend, uh, uh, Robin Montgomery, Montgomery and Clevery Engenau. Um, yes. You know, showing out in the doubles, great results. Um, love to see all of it. Absolutely. Just so happy that they, you know, entered the doubles, have had some great wins. I mean, just, you know, it's 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 really good. And quietly, a, a quick shout out to uh, who is it? Uh, Von Silva and Strisova for taking out our girls, uh, Sinyakova and, and, and Krychkova, because that's right. that, in my opinion, was a big win. It was an all Czech affair. And they mm-hmm. were like, ladies, I realize y'all number one in the world, but we country women ain't about scared of you. And right. they jumped up on them, and I that I thought that was a really, really solid victory on their part. But you know who I'm waiting to see up in the championships, though, and that's my girl Chase Away. Chase Away, <laughs> pop the collar, Bryce. Pop, right? Yes, yes. And and wait a minute, what do you think about that mixed doubles team of Ben Shelton and Taylor Townsend? Right. I saw that they stay still alive. I'm like, that is a team, two lefties. And with all of that talent, I would not be surprised if they raised that trophy price. I would not be surprised. Really, really so good to see them playing together and playing so well. Right. Right. And Bryce, how about the men's side of the draw? I mean, how about having some names actually winning again you've got you know salisbury and rajiv ram you've got you know our boy jules and aravello you've mm-hmm. got uh pretty sure skubsky and um and um uh Kuhoff are up in there mm-hmm. i mean um and 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 how about the french du- uh the french duo getting back in and mahu and um and um and uh pierre uh, i mean these are names that we're used to hearing and like I said, the men's double side this year has just been, in my opinion, a bit scattered. So to really right. see a lot of those guys winning, I, I, I don't know, Bryce, but it makes me feel a little bit more like, OK, there's some consistency that's trying to right. trying to come back on the men's double side. What about you, bro? I just think tennis in general, whether you're talking about the men's doubles, these ladies that are coming back after having kids. The idea of how long and when you can play this at a professional level is has definitely shifted. You know, before, if you reached 30 with no kids, it was time to call it a day. And right. now we have all kinds of examples of players coming back to the game, performing at their best level, and being extremely competitive. If not, some of these ladies have winning titles. Exactly. And I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if that has to say more about the people that are coming back versus the people that are already on tour, right? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a it's kind of a shift. It's like, you know, no one thought it was possible. So I don't think that anyone, you know, really kind of really tried to push themselves when they got to their 30s or mid 30s. And so it's yes. just been, in my opinion, a big shift. And I, I think you owe that to a lot of the big three. I think seeing a a Roger play till he's 37, 38, 
Rafa mm-hmm. still on there, even though his, you know, 2024 will be his last year. He's 37. Novak okay. is either 36 or 37. Still, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the selection for grandson. I just feel like there has now been a shift. And even and you can even take it even all the way back to Andre Agassi, to be very honest with you. I feel mm-hmm. like Agassi played, you know, past what would be considered his tennis prime and got yeah. great results. So yeah, thank you very much. Now, Vertilova went in slams at 49, a mixed double slam at 49. So right. I think that just the mindset has shifted, Bryce. And it's a wonderful thing. I love I, I, I love all of it, but I'm so happy that they have begun to really understand and embrace the whole motherhood and maternity piece of it. Because to me, yeah. that was definitely a, a huge gap in the game. Shout out, Serena. Right, exactly. And then, you know, as we start to wrap you know, this episode up, just shout out to all of you that we met at the U.S. Open, um, that we took pictures with and we got a chance to meet and hang out with. That is truly the the enjoyment piece of us being on site, uh, is being able to know all of you, the BOT fam, beyond your Instagram usernames, right? Uh, and that's still a thing for us. Sometimes we'll meet some of you and it's like, I don't know this person. And when I hear the Instagram, the IG username, like, oh, that's who that is, right? Um, so we just appreciate the love that everyone has, uh, the community that uh, is being built. Um, and actually, the respect that I think we're all getting in these type of environments, we're hearing from from a lot of people, like, we'll meet someone and go, oh, we know about you guys, or we know about your community or whatever. So shout out to all of you that are really keeping, you know, this whole love of tennis from a broader audience alive. Absolutely. Well stated, Bryce. Well stated. We appreciate you, family. And again, we just want to grow the family. That's what it's all about is uh, bringing tennis to you the way that you want to talk about it and for it to be heard. So that's what we're trying to do. That's what we try to facilitate. And we could not do that without the BOT family. Love y'all. Right. So, We will be back next week at the end of the tournament, obviously, to uh, review who ends up taking the hardware uh, at all the different, um, you know, individual men's, women's, singles, doubles, mixed doubles, all of that kind of good stuff. Uh, But we really want you to enjoy the rest of the tournament. Our hearts go out to all of you that were impacted by the spectrum outage uh there i mean members of my family oh isaac yourself uh geez i mean speak on it you're you're going through it yourself i'm not happy y'all i'm just i i'll leave it there i'm I'm just not happy um it, it couldn't have happened in my opinion at a worse time especially when we're trying to do this and coverage and and you know again we're back well i'm back at home bryce will be back at home uh, today and it's like to to come back home and have to be juggling and trying to figure out how I can watch tennis is, was just very disappointing. So to say the whole Disney spectrum thing is a disappointment would be an understatement. Right. So for all of those of you that have gone through the struggle with that, you know, our hearts go out to you just hopefully you don't find yourselves in that situation again. So, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> so with that on that note we're going to go ahead and, and, and leave on out today but thanks for listening we will be back at you next week and have a great one on behalf of the podcast this has been your boy Bryce and this is your boy Isaac 
and we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be well.